0: our new location at 77 Grove Street, the former CVPS building, now we've got the power. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. This is the Inside Pitch. Brought to you by the Rutland Herald. Thank you for supporting your hometown newspaper. Here they are, Bob Fredette and Tom Haley. Play ball! Hello, this is Bob Fredette.
1: Hello, this is Tom Haley.
0: This is the Inside Pitch. Hey, welcome back to Inside Pitch. It's Bob Frenette here with Tom Haley, George Nostrin, our engineer. And I think I might get a little bit wrangled up this week because I don't think that Bells Falls is going to beat Burn Burton this week in Manchester. So, yeah, I, hey, I'm sorry, George. Maybe later in the year, but this year, this, right now, right now, I don't think so. I'm looking at, uh, um, of course, we're talking about high school football. Um, right. But I watched uh, some of the Bells Falls game at Linden, and it looked pretty good. Um... They gave up a couple of deep balls, and that's not going to be good against Burden Burton because Burden Burton can throw the football, and they scored 113 points already in two games. So.
1: Yep. Well, like I told you before, we went on the air. I can see that game being, you know, a great game, competitive, close, or I can see BBA beating Bellows Falls by three touchdowns, or or even more um i i don't see any way that bellas falls wins that game but like you just implied in another meeting 6 7 weeks later who knows i mean i think we both have that much respect for bellas falls but uh, i'm with you i see i see bba Close or not, but definitely BBA winning at Taylor Field in Manchester this week. You know, one of the things that's really very intriguing about
0: BBA is they got three guys who can play quarterback. Yep. And that opens up a whole bag of tricks. And I'm I'm sure earlier in the year you're not going to be seeing this stuff because you're just trying to get things settled and get – uh, Joey McCoy into his happy zone and, and throwing the ball to Morgantini and having Jake Baker run the ball or or any combination of those things, but it, the, the possibilities of combinations and you know having different guys like getting the, hand, the ball in their hands and throwing it, or a wildcat or any number of different things you can do when you have quality athletes like that Absolutely. And Jason Thomas has got some really good
1: athletes down there this year, so and and I know this summer. At the Southern Vermont All-Star Football Camp, when uh, Jason Thomas was just getting ready to conduct a quarterback drill, Chad Wolf introduced Jason as the greatest or the top offensive mind in Vermont high school football. Wow! Now there might be somebody over in Fairhaven that would argue with that, <laughs> but just the fact that that wow. he, just the fact he introduced him that way, yeah, uh, tells you that. And and of course, Jason was a uh, a quarterback in high school at Poultney, I believe, and he was also I, I think they might have moved him position wise later, but at least for a while was on the depth chart. As a quarterback at UMass, okay. So he knows his way around the uh, the offense and and all the nuances and uh, and like you just said, when he's got that many different athletes and interchangeable parts. A lot of things he can do. Yeah, I, I'm you know I'm surprised I never
0: heard that before. As far as the top offensive mind Vermont, yeah. uh, I always thought of that about Brian Green. Right, because he was like when we were talking. I mean, he's he's looking at college formations. That he's doing oh, yeah. this year because yeah, uh, just because of the, the the depth of knowledge of his kids. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's going to make it all that much better when when and Burton and Fairhaven play. Oh yeah, and, and when they play will. each other, yeah, when they play each other, yeah. that, that will be a heck of a game. And I'm just hoping that everybody stays healthy for that. That's Really, what dragged down Burden? Burden near the end of last year. Not to say that Fairhaven wouldn't have won it anyway, but right. But when you take somebody like Jay McCoy out of the mix, it's huge. And uh, he was a candidate for the top player of the year last year too. So it's it's a huge, huge uh, deficit. So, uh, but we'll see. But now you brought up Polney. Let's talk a little bit about Pony. What you saw this past weekend because the the balance of power is shifting in Division 3 now at football. Hello. This is Jason Behenna, Director of Athletic Marketing and Communications at Castleton University, and you're listening to The Inside Pitch.
1: It is. Uh, they defeated of course the defending state champion in D3 uh 15 to 12. Great game. Um a uh, little bit more diversified uh Dave Capman has his grandson uh, at quarterback, and uh, they're not going to throw a ton. The bread and butter is still the run with the brothers, Levi and Jacob Allen, and the monstrous offensive line. But Caden Capman can throw in there, so they're a little more diversified. Uh, tough to defend, and where else do you see an offensive line that averages 276 and is only going to get better with the uh, 310-pound Dominic Ezzo, who didn't even dress Saturday. So this is a big line, and they dominated the trenches to the point where uh, Poultney ran like, Thirty-eight offensive plays to just eleven for Windsor in the opening half. So this is a this is a team. It'll be kind of interesting this weekend. They go to Fairfax, mm-hmm. yep. and as we both know, Fairfax, Fairfax never has a small offensive line yeah. themselves. Yeah. So so that'll be interesting. And uh, but football, which has such a storied past in Pulteney, is back. Well, that's something, you know,
0: and to just to see that. Uh, to just first of all, you, you get you get the win, but I suspect largely if you if you're running the football, you're controlling the football and controlling the pace of the game, the tempo of the game. You you shorten it for the other team, and it's going to make a huge difference. I think that's, you know, I, I don't know what what they look like in the defensive secondary, and because Windsor Windsor throws the ball more.
1: Yeah, so. and Windsor did late uh, make it a game with an 80-yard completion. From Rylan Richardson, and it was over the top. Um, they did Windsor through very, very little. So, I hard to tell about Polkney's secondary. Caden Capman did have uh, two interceptions. Uh, so, you know, we haven't seen them play. Against a team that's gonna fill the air with passes, yet. Yeah, and there, there really aren't that many. No, probably not.
0: In that division, there are not that many. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe I don't know. In the I past. don't know about Woodstock. What's when does Woodstock throw the football? That's true. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, know, not since know. they had. Uh, What's his name? <laughs> the superintendent's kid. Okay. Goodrow. Goodrow, right? Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> that goes back.
0: We're talking, about, yeah, like yeah. the yeah like early nineties or something like yeah. that. That's, that's a ways back there. It's a ways back there, you know. But I'm thinking the of of people on their schedule. Maybe Mill River is the most apt to put the ball up in the air a little bit more. Right. Uh, although they've they've run the ball well so far, but you know everybody wants to run the football, and if you can, by God, go ahead and do it. Yeah. You know, it's a it's least least risk, you know. Uh, Good lines and good backs. Yeah, absolutely, It'd be crazy not to run the football. But um, but that'll be that'll be the test. It's, it's you know that's the biggest test for just about everybody. I mean, playing pass defense in high school is one of the most difficult things to do. Right. Uh, you see it all the time. People getting burned. Uh, Bellows Falls got uh, they got burned a couple times against Linden. Of course, they were winning that game very easily last week. But right. not do, you don't want to do you don't want to do it this week. You know, get get burned on uh, on pass defense. So right. Um, so anyway, uh, kudos to Polney, I mean that's that's really big, you know, and and you know the Polney Woodstock game will take on some more some added meaning and, and that's what we need really in division 2 division 3. I mean there aren't that many games so
1: meaningful we'll, games. Yeah, you look at it and say, Other than Woodstock windsor at the end, right? I mean right.
0: you might be see some good second tier games, you know, but you right. know, as far as seeing you know, teams that you're actually expecting to be there at Ronald well, High School in November, there's just not that many opportunities. So not, at least there's one more. Maybe somebody else will rise up as well because we don't really know what Wood- or Mill River looks like yet. Right. we haven't seen them against a quality opponent yet. But we
1: will. Uh, there's a pretty nice uh, Rutland County game uh, when it happens. No River and Pulteney. No River and Pulteney, Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, and, and when it happens, I'm
0: not quite sure when it is. But you, you had to bring that up, and we don't have a schedule in front of us. Tom. I know. So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, let's go to one more game. I want to talk a little bit about Rutland High School. Is two and zero. They have not played a really good team yet. And right. And That's something we should just put right on the right on the board. And to they play a with. better team this week. They play a better team this week. One of the things that's very interesting about their schedule is they start at Brattleboro, which is not a good team. Uh, they brought in uh, CVU, which did not look very good. They looked pretty one-dimensional. Um, this week they have um,
1: BFA Saint BFA
0: Albans, which is a better team. Then next week they go to Hartford. So the schedule really graduates, right? And it, it kind of fits like a, a, a step ladder, growing up kind of a mode. It's 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 really laid out very nicely for Rutland. Uh, because so far what they're doing is they're controlling the football, and they have some very nice athletes right. on that team. Yep. And um, and they've played very good defense so far, and uh, they look pretty diverse. So uh, I, like, I like the way they're looking. It's a big game with BFA, but I think we're going to be looking at that for a while as far as like every game is a big game until they really have established themselves. And when you're in midseason, then you're pretty much like when your sophomores aren't sophomores anymore, and that's the point that everybody wants to get to. Right, so. right. This is the Inside Pitch, brought to you by the Rutland Herald. The Inside Pitch is now on Podbean. Get the app. This is Justin St. Louis from Devil's Ball Speedway, and you can also find the Inside Pitch on iTunes.
1: And looking ahead, the one week, uh, I mean, that Hartford defeated St. J. Right? This yeah. Past week, so there, and 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 they have to go too.
0: Hartford, and they go to Hartford. Well, that's a test. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's a lot like that right now. With the, they're playing knockoff. I was uh, as we putting yep. together the power rankings, looking at how teams have knocked each other off. You know, uh, you know, M- Middlebury loses here, wins there. You know, Hartford uh, loses here, wins there, whatever. And just you know, it's, it's 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 very interesting the way that things are shaking out so far in the uh, in in high school football in Division One. So, um, so just to throw it to you. We're we're coming out tomorrow with the very first one. And I will tell you that Rotten is back in the top ten and I will tell you that Rice is number one. And if you believe that, well, okay. <laughs> That's it's because of who they've beaten so far. And it's really it's a matter of looking at the schedule. And I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. I know that Rice got bumped up from division two for a right. no reason. Yep. And at the end of last year they were starting to look good. So they might have just by to that point there where they've taken their lumps and they've grown up enough. You know, if you can if you can beat Hartford, if you can beat Saint Johnsbury, yep. one of those teams, you've proven yourself right off the bat because St. Johnsbury, Mount Mansfield, Hartford, all teams you're looking at at the beginning of the year as being potential number ones.
1: And so. right race is a team that you don't see coming because you don't know who's going to be there. Yeah. So every yeah. year, I mean you just don't know. Yeah, it's, and they it's, look good this year.
0: It's different. Yeah, it's it's different with private schools. So, yep. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, uh, but we'll we'll be seeing that Ralton High School gets to play them. They gets to play uh, South Burlington Burlington Combine. They're playing Hartford. They're playing Middlebury. By the time the season's over with, you will definitely, Rutland will have gotten what it earns for sure because they've got a good, good schedule here. So uh, we're talking power rankings. You, tw- you did the, uh, the girls' soccer power rankings and the field hockey rankings today.
1: Talk a little bit about those, please. Well, number one in field hockey, um, I had the team that moved up this year from D2 to D1. Bellis Falls, no surprise there. I had them at number one in my power rankings probably the last four weeks of last year, even though they were division two. They are just a titan, and kudos to Coach Bethany Corson, the athletic director, anyone else who had a hand in the decision to move up. Uh, I think they are the best team in the state. And in girls' soccer, I think you can split hairs between CVU, the defending champion, almost the perennial champion, interrupted one year by Burn Burton in Colchester. Uh, I believe those two might even meet tonight. I'm not sure, but that's a monster game, and uh, and then but. We got some teams here in the South. Burn Burton's going to be there. And that Rutland team that defeated Pittsfield, Massachusetts, four to nothing. Mm -hmm. And already played the iron in D1 with CVU and Colchester behind them and took CVU into overtime. You've got to keep an eye on Rutland. I, I think so. I think so. You know? I mean, you look at it. I mean, they, they played a
0: smart game. I mean, it's it's not. Yeah. It probably was not the most aesthetically pleasing game. Yep. If you're looking at it from the Rutland point of view, you you you, you want to see offense. There's so little offense, really, right. uh, for potential for it in that ball game uh, because that match they just because they they laid back and yep. you, know, <laughs> you know, if I had George Foreman coming at me and throwing punches, I'd want to cover up a lot too.
1: Exactly. And counter
0: punch when you possibly. And they did can. a good job of that and, that.
1: and when they do counter punch. They do have people who can find the net in uh, Logan and Cameron Kinsman and uh, some others. So it's not like they they don't have an offense. And I think the way they play will depend on who who they're playing. Okay,
0: so that's something we're, we're keeping an eye on. Rotland is still in the midst of that northern schedule. Uh, they have yep. two or three more teams to play before they get down to the Southern Vermont League and, and start playing, you know, uh, Mon-Anthony, Burn, or Monanthony, Burn, Burton, yep. and, and uh, those teams. So uh, they've got a little a little more time to kind of get their act together and, and get a little bit more confidence. But I think just having gone through that first, that first six games, if they can get in there, get into that second half of the season near 500, Right. They're going to make some hay because they will have been well prepared for that.
1: Absolutely. Of course, we have a big weekend uh, on the college uh, front uh, in football with the maple sap bucket. Uh, Castleton going for its third in a row. The game's up in Northfield. Should be fun.
0: Okay. What are you looking at at that game? I know that Mark Merniak's had a hard time getting – getting the cadets off the ground this year. What do you see as far as Castle and as far as the progress they've made this year? Because they, they started off in a kind of a questionable place as well.
1: Well, yeah, because they got they got beat by Plymouth, but Plymouth is a contender in the MASCAC and a, and a great team coming off a 9-1 season, but they handled Fitchburg State on the road last week with ease, 34-13, and Mitch Caron... Looked like he did a couple years ago. He had a great game. Threw for 250 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, so I think you got to like uh, Castle and Chances again uh, up in Northfield. Okay, well, that's going to be
0: at the Saban Field on Saturday yep. at 2 o'clock. Uh, another game to keep an eye out for. Obviously, Relton High School is playing here. Uh, homecoming. Uh, homecoming, with, complete with
1: fireworks. Complete with fireworks and the— The same day at 4 o'clock, three hours before kickoff, that what's looking like a better and better Rutland field hockey team will be playing Brattleboro. So a lot going on up there in the corner of Woodstock and Stratton with the field hockey and the football on the same day. And the two, both soccer teams playing the next day. It's all part of Rutland High's. Homecoming package. There's a lot going on here. That's something
0: that's replaced the uh, the MSJ Rutland weekend when people used to come home there. Yep. So they're really trying to, to pump some iron into that homecoming package. And it sounds like they're doing a good job with it, too. So yep. you'll see a big crowd up there. There was a big crowd there Friday night this past year, this past week, too. So I'm sure there's going to be a big crowd uh, come Friday night there. There'll be a big crowd at Sabine. There'll be a big crowd in Manchester on Saturday. Don't know where the heck to go, but we'll wind up someplace good oh, that's oh, for yeah. sure. So ain't going to hurt one way or the other. Okay, time is gone. Uh, George Nostrand is signaling me, frankly, you know, get off the air, shut up, Bob. Okay, not a problem. Got it. Got it all. Week.
1: All because you picked against us, B.F. Yeah, Terry. Start starting off.
0: Well, after you pumped them up there with the with the field hockey, I thought we were kind of on an even keel here. But you know, forget that nonsense. Okay, all right. In any case, go out, and see some ball games this weekend, uh, some some matches, whatever it is. Come back and join us next week on the inside pitch. Thanks for showing up. This is the Inside Pitch, brought to you by the
1: Rutland Herald. Let us know what you think. Email us at sports at